0: Because I'm sure we were meant to be together. Usually when I have a thought, there's a lot of other thoughts in there. Something says yes, something says no. But this time, there's only yes. How could the only thing I've ever been sure about in my life be wrong? Hmm. I don't know. But it is.
1: Four-finger discount, dude. Welcome to Four Finger Discount, Australia's favourite Simpsons-based podcast, proudly brought to you by the Simpsons Best Moments Facebook page and nohomers.net. I am Dando. I am Mitch, and I've mistimed that horribly. I gave you two chances. I'm so, well, yeah, I did right. the first intro, screwed up, so I said, stop, we're going to start again, which gives you ample time to get ready, prepared. I thought we had more time. sponsors than that. I thought you were going to take longer, so wow. I was just grabbing a last little
0: mouthful of drink, and then suddenly it was my time to talk. How good would it be if we had more sponsors?
1: If you're it listening and you have a business and you'd like to sponsor us, send us some money. No, don't really. <laughs> no, I do. <laughs> but,
0: um, yeah, no, absolutely. You know, maybe T-shirts or something like that. That's been going ballistic on the Facebook page. Yeah. We just posted, um, and that was just out of our own goodwill. We did. Saying, I sat there shirt.
1: for so long going through the, all the different websites, finding Simpsons shirts. If you haven't checked it out yet, there's an album. What I'm going to start doing on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Discount, is creating albums of cool Simpsons shit on the web. So that one was all the best Simpsons T-shirts I could find on the web. And I posted links to the stores in which you can purchase them. People mm. mistaken us for a Simpsons T-shirt. Store, which I didn't mind Because we got a shitload of likes On the page for it yeah,
0: heaps of messages though like, Can
1: you guys do this one? <laughs> I don't understand How could they do all those Simpsons shirts Without getting done for copyright Because some of them Are just blatant copyright They, uh, they must be yeah. paying some to Fox I, I don't understand How they can get away with it
0: well, they probably can't. I mean, it's a murky world, t shirt sales. Exactly, uh, yeah. They, well, we were chatting to someone uh, not too long ago who will probably remain nameless. <laughs> <laughs> Comic Con. And he was full of stuff that was, you know, like there was Star Wars. There was. A, he's going after Disney. Like they're one of the most litigious companies going around. And, and he it to doesn't stop to take a t shirt salesman.
1: He reckons he went to PAX once and he had Nintendo shirts. <laughs> Nintendo were like, uh, uh, Yeah, yeah. They tried uh, to take uh, uh, him down. They came out with. Little Nintendo, um, <laughs> what were the like, the duck hunt guns? Cooper Troopers. <laughs> Pull them out of it. <laughs> oh, also, big news this week uh, we've changed service because there was a bit of an issue. People were having trouble downloading the episodes, and I'm thinking, oh, you silly listeners, you don't know how to operate things. So I tried it out myself. And it wasn't working. And I instantly went into panic mode because I hate it when shit that I do doesn't work, particularly this podcast, because this is what my life revolves around now. Yeah. So that I, and your erectile dysfunction that you've been working through. Oh, I'm going to have to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, we've changed service now. So we're no longer on Podcast Garden, we're on Podbean.
0: Yeah. So what that means for you guys is that we're back up, which yes. is a good thing.
1: So if you're having trouble, you can just go back and refresh and listen. Well, you know that now because you listen to this podcast. But what I suggest is unsubscribe from us. Research four finger discount or just type Simpsons and we'll pop up and then resubscribe. Because if you don't do that, if you remain a subscriber to the old RSS feed, those of you who know podcasts, you know what the RSS feed is, you'll be getting double ups. So, what I did was I uploaded all of our episodes to, to Podbean. So, when you refresh now, if you're on the old feed, then you're going to have double ups of the first 32 episodes. You don't want that, it's annoying. It fills up your phone. So, go unsubscribe from us, search us again, subscribe, everyone's happy. Yes. Do you understand that?
0: I understand that. Or if you don't care all that much, whatever, have your double ups. If you've got like maybe a big memory in your phone, then it's not the end of the world. The point is we're back and we are very, very sorry for the couple days of downtime.
1: Yes. Now I want to kick off today with a story. Obviously, we're here to review The Way We Was, which is a great episode. I've been looking forward to doing this one. Yes. But I've got a story because we like to start off with stories. So I'm at work last week and this this guy I work with, he's just broken up with this girl. Yep. I'm sorry. I'm sidetracked already because you just did
0: that with the exact cadence of... Eddie Murphy doing Bill Cosby. <laughs> I would like to tell you a story. He's always Sorry. telling you stories. <laughs> Sorry.
1: He recently broke up with his girlfriend. Okay. And his excuse was because she had kids. So, my sort of thought process was, why did you start dating her? If you knew Generally, kids, kids don't just
0: appear. Yes. Yeah.
1: So, anyway, so I was talking to another guy that I work with. And he was telling me how, when he was younger, when he was about 19, he was dating a woman that had a kid. had mm. Had a son. And he was saying how the, the son was really nerdy, like he liked, um, he goes, I always remember his favourite Ninja Turtle was Donatello. He'd always go, Donatello, Donatello, Donatello. Mm. Do you know who who the, the boy was? Hamish McDonald. This is the man I work with every day, he's my group leader. Okay. And that boy was you. What? He dated your mum. My favourite turtle was Donatello. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> Hang on. This guy, who is this man? <laughs> Dean. Do you remember Dean? Dean. Dean, I won't say his last name on the air. Okay. How old was I? You were about five at the time, apparently. I was five. Four or five. Shit. <laughs> I, he goes, I, I love the kid. Look, like, I didn't mind her having a son at all. It didn't bother me. I loved the kid. He was a great kid. He goes, he was really nerdy. He loved the Ninja Turtles. And I, I took him fishing a couple of times, but fishing wasn't really his thing. That's what he said. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and, so true. Yeah. yeah, no, I don't like the outside. Yes. <laughs> and he, um, he goes, he said, oh, her name was Tracy. And I said, oh, okay. And then he goes, Tracy Grinter. And I went, hang on. I know a Tracy Grinter. Yeah, wow. I, I said, what was, her na- what was the kid's name? He goes, Mitchell. I was like, is this the man? He goes, no, 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 can't be him. Can't be him. Can't (laughs) be him. I haven't seen him since I was like 19. He's like 45 now. Yeah. And I showed him the picture and he went, holy shit. (laughs) That means my mum was going
0: after, like, so if he was 19. Apparently she 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 was 26. Yeah, 26. He said she was 26 and
1: he was 19. Good on him. (laughs) (laughs) God for an older woman. How crazy is that though, man?
0: That's uh, that's pretty full on. Look, he's summed me up to a T, and it's good to know yeah. that I haven't changed at all <laughs> since <laughs> <laughs> I was four or <laughs> five. Favorite Ninja Turtle,
1: Donatello. Yep, and he doesn't that's still like, the same. And he didn't really like fishing. I was like, that's him. Yeah. That, that, is, <laughs> that is him. I just couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. <laughs> that's <laughs> phenomenal. And, and I said to him, I said, he was actually telling a story about a guy that his mum was dating for a while when he was younger, and he always repeated himself. And I wanted to see whether that was a no, guy. No, 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 that was someone else. Oh, I okay. was only,
0: I, like, I was 20 when she was dating that oh guy. okay so, yeah no that, that was somebody else but
1: yeah so this guy looked after you for like two years oh good on you uh, dean <laughs> good on you dean thank
0: you very much props to you
1: and it's amazing that he remembered donatello everything
0: yeah well we'll catch up for a beer sometime yeah. soon we'll play some nintendo don't take me fishing that's not gonna he happen. was
1: like don't tell the story
0: don't tell the story <laughs> <laughs> no that story's fantastic
1: it's so good i hope my dad's listening to this episode <laughs> <laughs> anyway so do you want to get into the way we was Yeah, we will. Um, How hot is it in this room, by the way? It's really warm. So sweaty.
0: Yeah, like it was. It was like thirty six or thirty something degrees today. Oh, really? I think so. It was a pretty hot day down here in Geelong. For our American listeners, you're kind of coming into winter.
1: Winter, yeah. It's uh,
0: fall at the moment, so you'll be all rugged up, whereas we are sweating it out over the way we was. Um, I'm drinking
1: beer. You're drinking beer.
0: It's beer weather. Everyone's happy. Um, Dan, Nicole- do you want to kick us off with the, the synopsis on this one? Like, what, what's happened?
1: The brief synopsis is, it's a, it's the, well, it's actually the first ever flashback episode that I didn't realise yeah. until I looked it up. So, it's a telling the story of the TV break, so they break into family stories, and yeah. it's Marge and Homer telling the story about how they first met. And it's a really, really great episode. I've always, everyone remembers the episode for the last scene, essentially, when yeah. they yeah, get that's, together. that's what sticks out in my mind. It's the...
0: Why so glum
1: <sighs> I got a problem.
0: Once you stop this car, I'm gonna hug you and kiss you and then I'll never be able to let you go.
1: I think you put that in your top five emotional endings or something. Uh, yeah, article?
0: I think I... No, no, you did. I think you stole this one from me.
1: I stole a few of them from you, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, you, you <laughs> took this one before I got around to writing my article and yeah. I had to dig deeper. I think mine was ones that hit you in the feels or something. Yeah, anyway. something like that. But um, yeah, so basically it's it shows that the difference is that Marge was like the straight A student. She was going somewhere and Homer was the no-hoper. But she, he somehow won her heart and then everyone lived happily ever yeah. after.
0: You know, um, my first impression from going back and re-watching this episode, particularly yeah. because I've been watching a little bit of Futurama in my spare time over the last uh, month or two. How good is Futurama, by the way? So great. Young Homer in this episode is written almost exactly the same way that Fry is written. I can see it now that. You say scene, it. Particularly when he's in detention. You're like guys, if you want to go back and re-watch this, like it's obviously it's Homer's voice, but you could every single line that he says, you could imagine Fry saying it, 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 that. You know, it was just. I thought that was kind of... Odd. I mean, I'm sure the writers of early days of The Simpsons are not the same as the writers of Futurama, but there's clear kind of, you know, crossover of comedy styles. Well, Matt, Matt Groening. Groening
1: oversaw both.
0: Yeah, um, but it really blew my mind. I was like, holy shit, that sounds just like something f- um, Fry would do.
1: Do you mean when he's talking too much, like as in Mostly, Fry yeah. trying to win the heart of Leela, kind of?
0: Yeah, that was very much what what struck as a, a similarity for me.
1: Okay, so well, anyway, so the original air date was January thirty first, nineteen ninety one, which is my dad's birthday. Now, hell my dad? My dad was born in sixty one, so he would have been turned thirty when okay. this episode aired. Too uh, old for my mum. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently so. Yeah. Uh, the chalkboard gag was I will not get very far with this attitude, and the couch gag was the. Couch falls through the floor once the family stands on it. It was written by Al Jean, Mike Reese, and Sam Simon, and directed by David Silverman. Yeah. Jesus, there's some big names there. Oh, man. Heavy hitters. Oh, I tell you what. Like, you look back now, and you think, well, you, you realise just why The Simpsons was so good. Yeah. I yeah, mean-
0: the, the names that were involved have just gone on to be some of the all-time greats. But yeah, like you you know when like a movie comes out, and it's a really, really great cast- when i'm doing these reviews and i look through and see who is behind each episode when i see those ones i'm like ha 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 yeah. i am in for something good <laughs>
1: yeah exactly yeah also too we're going to be doing an interview with the current simpsons animator in a few weeks time and he animated one of your favorite movies the of iron all time. giant i saw we're that we're going, going to, do have to do an interview it's
0: going to be 2 minutes on the simpsons and 50 minutes on the iron giant <laughs> <laughs> i can't
1: and he's wait. from brisbane how cool is that? There's a guy from australia working on the simpsons yeah, one of the head I had animators no idea you need to mention too before we get into the full review you're a bit sad at the moment aren't you because I am. ash is gone
0: i'm all alone Uh, My beloved, uh, dear, loving wife is over in South Africa for work for three days. Three weeks, man. Uh, Sorry, three weeks, three days. not thinking straight. I'm forlorn. I want her back. (laughs) So this episode, you know, it was an emotional one for me. Like Homer's finding his love at the same time that I'm losing mine and I just don't know how I can go on. But you know what I've realized is how quickly I've regressed into just a shambles of a man when I'm living (laughs) on my own. Like Ash did the washing the day before she left. Two days later, I was out of socks. Yeah. <laughs> I just—I don't know how it happened. When I went to get dressed, I had no socks.
1: Yeah, forty pairs.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Ashes on sock duty in the house. I never know where they are. I, I don't know what to do.
1: You I, don't really realise just how much they do around the house until they're gone, do you? Exactly. Like Here's the other thing. Even though I do most of the cooking in the house,
0: when I'm on my own, I'm, I have no motivation Who for cooks? it. Who cooks? I'm measuring time based on how long the pizza has been in the fridge for. <laughs> I, I ate week-old pizza the other night. Didn't
1: you message me the other day saying that you've or- you ordered curry for the next three days or something?
0: Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I just like... I. Rather than cook, I go, what takeaway can I last the longest? <laughs> can I stretch out for the longest period
1: of time? You like Homer and Bart when Marge and Lisa go away. The episode Bart at the dark. Yeah. Marge yeah. and Lisa go to save the seals. Yeah. you exactly. <laughs> doing like garbage angels and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I have misplaced my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's get into the episode. But so the, the point, was. if I start looking at you longingly, it's
0: just because I'm desperate for human affection at the moment.
1: Well, if you remember the last episode, you know that I don't wear underwear.
0: That's very true. <laughs> and that is right up at the top of my memory. Bank. Uh,
1: so, what were your first memories of this episode before you went in and watched it again?
0: Artie Ziff and his busy hands.
1: Yeah, Artie Ziff and the final scene for me. Yeah. Yeah,
0: they're, they're the main things that uh, stood out. And for whatever reason, that um, Marge saying. B- yeah, during the French tutoring thing. Yeah.
1: No idea what that means. I don't even know if it starts with a B or a P. But... Trae, no, it's Trabière. It's French for uh, you're well done or something. Oh. Nicola knows. Nicola knows. Because okay. do- I watched this of Nicola oh, recently. Oh, she's from England. They're right next door. Yeah, yeah. And it's know when he goes Marge vous, whatever it is. It uh, says. Pour vous, yep. I never knew what that meant. Yep. And I do know in the back of my mind, but I can't remember what it is. But I remember Nicola told me, and I was like, for like 25 years of my life, I had no idea what Homer was saying. I thought he was just making up gibberish, but it actually means something in French. <laughs> I, oh, I knew it's an actual French word. You know, I, I once faked being
0: able to speak French to get a, play, a role in a play.
1: Yeah? What did you say? Like, uh, you have, you I was a priest. You just fake French? Or? Yeah,
0: no, I... Um, I got sent the script and I took it to someone that could speak French. would just said, can you tell me how to say this, please? And I wrote it all down phonetically underneath it. And went in and just oh, yeah. blitzed the audition. I went, yep, sweet. This guy knows what he's doing. And then suddenly half of the cast actually did speak French. Uh, I got in there and everyone started talking to me in French. I'm like, ah.
1: like <laughs> over through the hedge, just backwards. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: but yeah, so very quickly my part got scaled back a little bit when oh, they really? realised that I couldn't improvise. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're like in a room full of deaf people, but you can't do sign language. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, and so then they wrote in an Australian character for me to play on the side of just another smaller French character. And your one
1: line was, "How's it going?"
0: Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, and I abused an old man at a bus stop
1: for no reason. Yeah, that's, what that's we do in Australia Australian as a yeah. Uh, A few characters debut in this episode too. We should mention, obviously, you've got Artie, as we've said, the wise guy who you said that watch when we're watching it, how much you love that character, and he's great.
0: I love that voice. I was uh, my favourite line from the the wise guy, who's the, who plays the limo driver in this, is when. Uh, yeah, Mrs. Lisa goes to Washington When Homer just drools on him For the money That's Mr. Lisa Is it Mr. Lisa? Yeah oh, Sorry um, <laughs> uh, The
1: E Watch it chief
0: Yeah It's uh, one of my favourite things Whenever someone drops something on me That's just a, a
1: little line To throw out there I like uh, Ooh A fat sarcastic Star Trek fan You must be a devil With the ladies <laughs> So, also, we've got uh, Rainier Wolfcastle. Rainier Wolfcastle as McBain. As McBain. Now, a bit of trivia. You you obviously would know this, and I mentioned it on the Rainier Wolfcastle um, trivia post that I put on the Facebook page last week, Mm. that he was always going to be called McBain. The name Rainier Wolfcastle was not initially planned. But Mm. because the movie came out in 91 called McBain, whoever made the movie McBain wouldn't let them use the word... McBain as a character's name, they had to use it as the movie title in the in the episode. Uh, okay. So the way of getting around that was Rainier Wolfcastle is McBain. Yep. So the only reason they created that Rainier Wolfcastle name was because that whoever made the film, the McBain movie, wouldn't let them use it.
0: Yeah, right. Well, that's um, that's a happy. It's much better. It's it, it creates two such, characters, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, and it's such a great name. Rainier yep. Wolfcastle is like, yeah, brilliant thing to have plucked out of their ass if that's what they've done. Uh, that's a really Australian phrase. That's going to confuse plucked it other straight people. Straight out of their ass. Um, <laughs> You know my uh similar you just said then like Rainier Wolfcastle is McBain. Have you ever seen the movie Wrongfully Accused? No. One of my favourite credits gags of all time is in Wrongfully Accused. It's like Wrongfully Accused stars Leslie Nielsen and it's kind of a it, essentially it's a rip off of the fugitive with a whole bunch of other movies thrown in. What's his
1: other films and nine, nine and a half? Something? Uh Naked Gun. Naked Gun is um, the one. Naked yeah. Gun, two and a half, yep, Naked yep, Gun, thirty three and a
0: third. Yep. But yeah, the opening titles have it because it'll be like, you know, as you said, Rainy Wolfcastle is McBain. Yep. This is Leslie Nielsen is Leslie Nielsen. <laughs>
1: in I thought <laughs> 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 that's all that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, also we got the debut of Donald, Linger, who you noticed was the same has the same voice as Eddie. I Ed did not cop, pick up on that. Just straight up. Straight up, same voice. It was, a, it was a really weird thing. It was almost like,
0: has Ed been in the show to this point? Eddie, yeah, I'm of course. Right, he has. They've been in the bar no, in, the last, yeah, in the last, in the last episode because
1: yeah. um they arrested Homer for being smart. Yeah, right. Sorry, they
0: were. it's a really strange one. It's almost like they've just forgot that it was used, or maybe thought no one had noticed, or just ran out
1: of voice. I don't know. It was really. I have no idea why that happened. So I wouldn't call Dondolinger a main character, but still, he's, he's but, popular enough to... You wouldn't want him the same as another po- uh, sub-character, you know what I mean? You no, know, well, more to the point that Eddie is popular enough that you wouldn't want to use the same voice again, yeah. and particularly when he's a recurring character. Yeah. This, yeah. this has nothing to do with the episode, just a quick bit of trivia, actually. I learnt this today. I posted I did the Lenny trivia on the Facebook page today. Lenny is only one of a select few characters that is allowed to have one of the Simpsons family physical traits. I read that, yes. The beard. I did not even realise that. That he's the only person? No, I'd never really noticed it either. No, and I read that and I thought, that's actually amazing. (laughs) Yeah. And the final person that debuts in this episode is Marge's father, who isn't really that popular, but you know, it's his first episode. Uh, And he's very different to the, don't look at me, don't look at me, (laughs) to that guy. Um, One thing I did notice in this episode that Marge's family are just, they're all terrible people. Oh, awful people. (sighs) They're real. Well, for a really local Geelong reference, they're real
0: Norlane. Like, <laughs> it's just, every, you know how every town's got that, every city has got that town. For Melbourne, it's Frankston. In Brisbane, it's, or like in Queensland, it's Gympie. They're, they're, they're just, you imagine that they're all on welfare. Uh, I, but wouldn't, Marge, I wouldn't say
1: welfare. I just think they're all miserable people.
0: I reckon the sisters would have been on welfare. Or, like, possibly born in, or just menial labor type jobs. Yeah. But Marge is like the bright factory spark workers who isn't going to go down. She's the Cinderella yeah. of the family.
1: I mean, I'm a factory worker. Yeah, yeah, you're a factory
0: worker. I'm one of them. You, you can construct sentences, though.
1: Yeah. Hopefully, anyway, yeah. So, we're going to get into the full review. Okay, so it starts off with the family watching TV. That's something that I miss. You know, when you grow up and you get married and you get your own house. You never sit around with your family and watch TV anymore. Sit down
0: and watch Sequest DSV on a Thursday night. What? Straight after Sliders. Really? <laughs> <laughs> that was
1: fantastic. Well, our family thing was getting around every Tuesday night watching Australia's Funniest Home Video Show. Ah, uh, yeah.
0: Good, good. Do we, you remember uh, that? 7.30 on a Tuesday. Gladiators for us. We would oh, sit down yes. and watch Gladiators. And obviously the uh, the footy, the AFL on a Friday night. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Anyway, so um, like, they're watching like a movie review show. Now, remember when we used to have these in Australia? Siskel and Ebert. Yeah, that's uh, what Who do
0: we have? Yeah. Um, uh, D- Dave and Margaret. Yeah, they're, they're finished now. Or they're on a different station, I think, on I Foxtel, think they wrapped up, yeah. But, um, or they might do small things. They used to have a
1: weekly movie show, and maybe now they just do a 5 10 never thing. watched them, but i like to know oh, they are there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I never watched them either, but <laughs> it was just comforting. <laughs> yes, yeah. So the TV breaks. Or we should, we, do you want to mention McBain's little movie parody, how it takes off Arnold Schwarzenegger? But Cap'n, I have proof
0: that he's head of an international drug cartel. I don't want to hear it, McBain.
1: You're out of here. <laughs>
0: That makes two of us.
1: So the TV breaks. Now, remember back in the day, if the TV broke, it was World War III. Oh. It wasn't good. It was panic. They symbolise it so perfectly in this scene when they're all trying to watch the dot. Yeah.
0: I think this is sick. They're staring at a dot. She's right. She's right. <laughs> Particularly those old, those old TVs... Like, they would burn an image into them. So,
1: like, it would flicker for a second. Yeah, you'd it's see just, it. You could hang on to yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Getting back to the way we was. So, the TV breaks and Homer tries to fix it and he just makes things worse. Cue the flashback stories.
0: How did Dad propose to you?
1: Cut to a really funny scene. Of, obviously,
0: this is contradicted in a, in a later episode. They did a lot with the
1: flashbacks, though. Yeah.
0: But, yeah, that very funny moment of finding out that Marge is pregnant. I think we found the reason why you've been throwing up in the morning. Congratulations. No! Oh.
1: Going all the way back to 1974, and it kicks off with Homer singing The Joker in the car. Now, whenever I hear this song, I instantly sing it like Homer. Like when he goes, whoop, woo. <laughs> Whenever I hear that song, I just have to sing it like Homer. Some, Some people, people call, call me a space cowboy. cowboy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Some, Some call me the gangster gang of love.
1: Some people call me poor. Maurice. Woo! Hey. Woo! That's not of the puppeteer. And then um, we see Barney, a younger version of Barney, who's sort of not got himself together, but he's much more presentable than what he is in modern day.
0: He actually cares a little bit about school, <laughs> and like Homer is the
1: bad influence on him in this, yeah. Is he? Well, oh, Homer's the one, is, the one? You're was, right, yeah. yeah. English. Who
0: needs that? I'm never going to England. Come on, let's go smoke.
1: They set up really early that Homer is the, the no-hoper and Marge is going places. They, they show that Marge, even back then, was very easily swayed. She wouldn't want to be an activist, but her friend sucks her in so easily. Yeah. I'm for equal rights, but do we really need a whole amendment? Come on, Marge. Don't you think you deserve to earn just as much
0: as a man who does the same job? Well, not if I have to do heavy lifting or math. Oh, Marge. You really ought to read this.
1: So, Marge gets sent to detention for having an opinion because you know they would have opinions back in 1975. Well, she a bra.
0: Is that a big It's deal? not just having an opinion. A, at the time, like, you know, you're creating a ruckus on
1: campus. <laughs> and I love how it burned so quickly. Ooh, I didn't think it was going to burn it's Just so a quick. little thin wire left afterwards. Yeah. So, she walks into detention and cue that close to you. And whenever I hear close to you, I always think of Homer and Marge. Yeah. Now, it's did just, you know that it wasn't song. actually
0: sung by the Carpenters in this? It wasn't. No, they couldn't. Uh, the Carpenters wouldn't get them the right, so they had to get really? a alike. Which sounds remarkably similar.
1: It's exactly the same. Yeah, I know. How do they get away with that? Are you allowed to copy a song as long as it's not the person? I don't know how it works. <laughs> just, I, that's I, what I happened. I
0: profess to be a, a master, of but I look. I read this on the internet
1: and I assume it was true, to be perfectly <laughs> honest on that one. You've got to get it from two, three different sources. I've learnt that the hard way, nah, trust I'm me. Just with it. <laughs> I've just gone with it. I made it. I posted it on Wikipedia and then read it. I've news.com.au'd it. <laughs> oh, I, I, I heard it somewhere <laughs> online, so I figure it's true. You won't believe who The Simpsons got to sing close to you. <laughs> <laughs> so Marge is um, Homer's Ask Marge. Oh, well, What are you in for? I'm a political prisoner. Last time I ever take a stand. That's a classic Marge line. Yeah. It's almost Ma- a Lisa line. Yeah. Well, Marge never likes to cause a ruckus. It's yeah. sort of it's not depressing to look back when she had a chance to actually be somebody when she was younger. Not that she's nobody now, but you could tell she was generally smart and she was going places. And meeting Homer, although she met the love of her life, it derailed her life to it's, an extent.
0: Yeah. It kind of was, it was a weight around the chain. Oh, sorry. A weight around her neck. It yeah. Just dragged her down from that point on.
1: And it, look, in Marge in present day, she's always... If, like the episode Moaning Lisa, she's always holding it in. She's very, very rarely does Marge stand up for herself yeah, or, or have or an opinion on something. Feelings, yeah. yeah, so you can see that in her character already. Homer's pretty much just fallen for Marge, Marge. He starts sort of basically trying to do whatever he can to get, to spend more time I like with that he goes him. to Grandpa.
0: Son, don't overreach. Go for the dented card, The dead end job. The less attractive girl. Oh, well, I blame myself. I should have had this talk a long time ago. Thanks,
1: Pop. He's basically saying don't set your standards too high. He's, he's not giving him much self-belief, is
0: Self-confidence he? or esteem, no. He's <laughs> crushing you. <it> because... <laughs> not saying
1: much for old Mona Simpson either.
0: Uh, <laughs> no, <that's, laughs> and
1: then, well, or was he batting? I think uh, Grandpa was batting above his average of yeah, old Mona. Yeah, you can aim for the
0: middle and grab the... Uh, you, you know, like it's aim for the atmosphere. Sometimes you might get close enough to scrape the moon. Yeah. You never know.
1: <laughs> so he goes to the guidance counselor, and I love I love Homer's line of
0: I just met this girl, Marge Bouvier, and I want to force her to like me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's just that mentality of when you're younger. That's like I like that girl. How, how do I make I, her like me? How could I trick her? Yeah. Thinking that I'm better than I am. <laughs> Did you ever try and do that when you're not trying to trick somebody, but just keep persisting? You're like eventually they will like me if I keep going. Probably. I think I would have erased all those memories yeah. from my own. I'm pretty. Sometimes I think about girls. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. I did that. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. I, <laughs> I that. was a bit of a creep. I back wore then.
0: sillily tight T-shirts when I wasn't actually that muscly because I thought that's what girls liked. <laughs> they do, don't they? Ah, I think so. Jump- that and jumping fences. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> it was like a rail for guard you, wasn't it? So If yeah. you can
0: jump a guardrail, uh, that makes you
1: number one as far as attractive. But discourse. they will give you money off donuts if you have your cock out. Uh, <laughs> that's very, very true. Yeah and the guidance counsellor his, his advice to um to Homer is hilarious
0: the only advice I can give you is try to share common interests and spend 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 just gotta make it rain baby yeah.
1: <laughs> and then he suggested Homer gets a job at the power plant Homer just sort of brushes it off
0: it's a nice little knowing nod to the future
1: he also says that is it what's Marge she's part of some sort of team not a debate team she's part of a group that's what the counsellor tells Homer that she's always at this class that's the
0: thing yeah I didn't actually catch what that was what or a, understand it yeah but
1: they do do a debate class or something so Homer goes goes there. Signs up for debate class. The, Debates the, in the most hilarious way possible. Yeah, it's the intro to Artie as well. And it's, from the very beginning, John Lovett's perfect for this role. Yeah. Artie's clearly the show-off. Clearly the guy that you don't like at high school. He's so full of himself, but he has no reason to be.
0: Well, he is kind of a little weasel
1: guy with a giant afro. I suppose afros were the thing in 74, but I yeah. mean, look at him.
0: I think I would be Artie if it was 1974. To be you are Artie this. in 2015.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you just need the afro. <laughs> <laughs> the, the funny part about this scene was like you said Homer's debating is after studying, studying, studying No way, no way. <laughs> That's all he got So what was the topic again? Should they, should lower, they, the,
0: should they know, lower the national speed limit to 55? Homer's response
1: 55? That's ridiculous
0: Sure, they'll save a few lives But millions will be late
1: The way he does his rebuttal is he drops his pants and I'm assuming he has no way written on his ass cheeks Is that what you gathered from that? Uh, yeah, probably It'd almost be funnier even if he had nothing it's just, it's just purely mooned.
0: <laughs> purely... Uh, ball sack. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Do you think that's where Bart got the idea for Don't Tread On Me?
0: Uh, it's, it's a nice throwback when that happened with Don't Tread On Me. I like
1: um, that The Simpsons probably has many throwbacks, but they don't tell you.
0: Yeah, it's just things that are in there that you hopefully will find more of as we go along the yeah. way. Um, it's definitely a great link. I mean, look, it might have happened purely by accident, but I'd, I'd like to think... That the writers have done that intentionally.
1: Yeah, yeah. So Homer eventually gets the courage to ask Marge out, and she's she's a bit hesitant at first.
0: Look, I'm not asking you to like me. I'm not asking you to put yourself in a position where I can touch your goodies. I'm just asking you to be fair.
1: That oh, so, was hilarious, and it gives us some references. And ha- did you see the references? Yeah, the, yeah. hilarious. The shop put coach. <laughs> yeah. You got oh, the... go another foot. <laughs> Solid C, C Gray student. Best references ever. What was it? Coach Flanagan, Mr. Sikovsky, and Barney. Yeah, you so know the, what would have been
0: really funny? Those <laughs> exact same references could have been used in an episode where Homer was accused of murder. Like You know how they always go back and get the people to, like, what did you know of him when he was younger
1: at school or something like <laughs> yeah. that? It would have worked perfectly just for those as well. I know Homer, solid C, Gray student. Yes <laughs> he built a lamp. <laughs> 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 oh, man. So, virtually, Marge, she's still a bit hesitant, even though he get, got good references. I mean, solid Seago student. How could you say no? Hell, but she's still a bit please. hesitant, and Homer pretends that he studies French so that she can tutor him because she's a French tutor. Yes. Would you ever do this to win over a girl?
0: Pretend to study French to win over a girl. Yes.
1: Do you, I don't think it's that big of a deal. And the thing I didn't get about this scene is Marge gets so angry when he reveals that he was lying, but when she looks back on it, she's actually laughing about it.
0: Yeah, well, a lot of people are like that, though. Like, you're emotional in the outset, and then after time, I mean, when she's looking back on it, they've been married for however long and had three kids, you're not still going to hold a grudge over an exam, but- I love my bars, like, you old dog. But when (laughs) when she was a kid, her final would have been the, like, that would have been the be all and end all of her life. So, you know, perspective changes. It is a bit of a dick move to have done that. Not, not about the lying. You know, whatever. Some, all good relationships are built on some for, some sort of forgery. Um, <laughs> what was yours? Uh, I pretended I was a nice person for five years. Ah, oh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's it's purely, as she says, like it's purely about the fact that she had to be up early and yeah. he's kept her for that long. I love. The setting the mood like when she's coming over to tune, he's put music on. Yeah, and that's happened lighting. to you before,
1: it's happened to me before. You think you're on a date, you're not on a date. You're
0: not on a date. You know what that was like? That was the 1974 equivalent of Netflix and chill. Yeah, <laughs> that I think was exactly exactly th- I actually have Netflix chill. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, we'll just come over and watch Netflix. Come on, we'll just come over and we'll study French. Yeah,
1: ba, 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 ba. <laughs> <laughs> but see, the thing with me is, I've never put like sexy music on for a girl ever.
0: I think everyone that has ever listened to me on this podcast will will agree. And Dean will probably look back at the four year old that he knew and go, "Yep, this is right for this kid." I have never once said, "Let's watch a movie" or gone to the movies under the pretense of wanting to make out because I am there for the movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We
0: can talk afterwards.
1: <laughs> now, he actually isn't lying because this is the Guy right, listeners who would rather go to the movies with his friend and leave his wife at home because you were going to take your wife to the movies and your mate Tom was like, can I come to you? You're like, sure. And Ash is like, I'm just going to stay home. You're like, sure, babe. No worries. You stay home come tom let's go well i'd already made plans <laughs> <laughs> i really wanted to see it oh you yeah, um, hilarious i once oh god i
0: was so annoyed about this i went uh the last samurai i went to see now so much of the last samurai is in subtitles i want to say that age uh, yeah i was 15 when that movie that was, came what, 2003, out
1: 2003 two
0: yeah and i did go on a date and the girl kind of wanted to get a little bit kissy and i missed half the movie I had to, like that afternoon i watched it again because i was like son of a bitch i don't know what happened <laughs>
1: Too much of it was in Japanese. (laughs) I remember Nicola and I, our first date was at the movies to see... Oh, it was a bad fucking Richard Brand movie. Russell Brand. Russell Russell Brand. Brand. And I just remember the whole time in the movies, I didn't go on dates very often. I'm not a very good-looking guy. So I'm just like... Nicola's hand was there, and I thought, "Do I touch it?" And a couple of times, I nearly went to touch it, and then I just moved away. <laughs> I was so scared. And Nicola tells me now that she remembers seeing my hand do that, thinking, "Oh God, just grab my hand, wife! For yeah, God's sake, that's sakes. a hand!" Yeah, <laughs> and I, was just, I didn't know what to do. I not go on. I didn't go on dates, man. Nah, you poor thing. <laughs> ah, well, it's all blossomed. It's all worked out. Yes, it all worked out well. So I love that scene where you can see that Marge and Homer have a genuine uh, chemistry, can't you?
0: Yeah, definitely. Like where they're dancing with each Do the other hustle and the hustle. stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. And Homer says every every time you tell me something, it's staying in my head. Like she's seconds later, it's still in my head. Yeah, or minutes yeah. later or whatever it was. She's yeah. having a real. She's already had such a positive influence on his life. Like he's straightened himself out in the case of like what two or three weeks of knowing her. You know what yeah. I mean? He's, has he stopped smoking? I think he stopped smoking. I think he did stop. Well, smoking. Well, we haven't seen him smoking since. But yeah, he's sort of pushed Barney aside, and his main goal in life now is to be with Marge. And that's why this episode is such a good Homer episode because he's, it's such an underdog story, isn't it? Yeah they 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 do a really good job of making you feel sorry for him especially at the prom once he is out there crying and she you think and she just
0: crushes him oh man we'll, she, we'll get gives, to it though but yeah, yeah. we will cuz uh, i'd forgotten actually about
1: how blunt that moment was yeah cuz you think it's going to go one way you and you're like it's oh, hero oh moment man. and then just whack. yeah so basically she says she doesn't say she doesn't want to go to the prom she says i hate you but he Takes it as a, I'm still coming to the prom with you. Yeah. So
0: he's already asked her the prom, and then tells her the truth about the how the whole thing was just a scheme. She slaps him, says that she hates him, storms out.
1: Hey Barney, guess who's got a date for the prom? And he just pretty much avoids it, as he would. I mean, if she hasn't oh, said yeah. if she hasn't said no, I'm just going to avoid the shit out of this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's um, there's
0: a great episode about, of of uh, Seinfeld about that where George has a date. Uh, it's to some ball at the Yankees, and he gets like his girlfriend says, "We need to talk." So he knows that he's she's about to break up with him. So he, he just leaves the apartment and avoids her for a week <laughs> under the pretense of if she doesn't break up with me, she has to come as my. I mate. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she cuts. No, that's basically what Homer does here.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Marge does really badly, and Artie wins. I'm assuming we got a big trophy, and then Artie yep. asks her out to the prom, and she says yes. Yes. Cut to Homer arriving at Marge's uh, house for prom night. And this is where you're just like, oh, shit's going to go really bad for Homer. That moment, man, when she walks down the stairs and sees that it's Homer, how embarrassing would that be if you were were Homer?
0: Yeah, you'd feel real, real small. (laughs) Every single pair of eyes in that house, you would feel staring at you. you. Would you just leave?
1: Would you stay? Would you be like, no, fuck it, I'm staying.
0: Oh, no, you can't stay. <laughs> Why not? How could you possibly stay through that?
1: Uh, I would, I, see, I wouldn't even go. I'd be like, she does not like me at all. Yeah. Well, you've got some level of common sense, isn't <laughs> <and> Homer, didn't <laughs> Yeah. So, Artie arrives and the family's happy and Homer decides to go by himself because, as he puts it, I've paid for this limo, I've paid for these two meals, paid yeah. for the prom. That's where the debut of the wise guy.
0: Hey, buddy, where's your date? She's with him. Ouch. So I guess you want me to take you home, huh? Hey, I paid for this car, I paid for this tuxedo, and I paid for the two dinners. We're going to the prom
1: it is. They did a really good job of creating a 1974 promo They've got Yellow Brick Road. Like all, every prom has that cover band, you know. Yeah. And they're playing the real slow dance of Yellow Brick Road. When I was a kid, no idea what that song was, but now I'm just like, that's awesome. I love singing along to it. Yeah, me too. It's one of my. It's probably my favorite Elton John song, actually. And do you want a bit of a fun fact? David Silverman, the director of this episode, because he was a in high school around about the time of '74. Mm-hmm. He went through his yearbook to look up uh, designs. Oh great. I just, little tidbits That's like so that are cool. so good. It would have
0: been so good if you were in his year. You'd just like, <laughs> yeah. see you, yourself as a character model somewhere in the background of The Simpsons. Yeah, that'd be so awesome. I, I still long for the day that we can be pitched as rivals to Marty and Bill. Is that an episode
1: where someone started their own podcast?
0: Uh, not that I'm aware of I mean, maybe they have But I obviously I haven't watched every new episode Yeah, exactly
1: Now, there's a scene when everyone's walking into the prom When Donald Ling is greeting everybody That's cut off television It's only on the DVD releases now, Oh, really? The part where he says, is that a bong? Oh, the bong thing, Oh, you've right. got Do you have asthma? I had not seen that until I watched it on the DVD just before wow.
0: strange Given, you know, medical marijuana is now kind of becoming legal anyway
1: Yeah, well, even have talking about the 90s when this aired Yeah, true what how long was it? Nearly 30 years ago yeah. Holy and shit can't
0: even, It's not like he was
1: smoking a bong you just had a bong. Yeah, true. They cut off many things of The Simpsons back in the day. I have no idea why, but they just did. So that, that used to be cut off. Of the, in Australia, it was cut Prudes. off television anyway.
0: Yeah, right. Prudes,
1: yeah. What would you compare the homer Donnelly dynamic to with other characters in the, in the show? Oh, in the show? Um, or, even if not in the show, what would you compare that dynamic to?
0: Well, I was immediately going to go to um, Strickland and Marty McFly from Back to the Future. Just You're a slacker. Yeah, you're no right. No Simpson ever amounted to nothing. Yeah. <laughs> like that kind of thing. Yeah. I
1: mean, that's, that's spot on. Now, they get, they're all getting their photos taken, and it's it's evident throughout the prom that Marge, would you say she still has feelings for Homer, or she still feels sorry for Homer to an extent? Like, there's still there's something there. She she, uh, she said that she I hates I think him.
0: it's purely feeling... Awkward, uncomfortable maybe? Uncomfortable about the fact that he's there, to be honest.
1: Because when she's getting her photo taken with Artie, she's looking over at Homer.
0: Yeah, but it's just that... What the hell would you be doing here? Kind of thing like you don't know how to deal with it. Why is this man eating two dinners? Yeah. <laughs> Why is he looking at me still? Yeah,
1: yeah, that that would be kind of weird, wouldn't it? I mean, yeah. if, if it was the roles reversed and a girl was doing that to you, you'd be like, can you just stop looking at me, please?
0: Yeah, exactly. And yeah, they just it'd be that moment of. I don't know how to deal with this. Yeah. Um, I, I, we, I don't want to gloss over the two dinners thing, because that's one of my favourite moments from that prop. Steak or chicken? Whatever each, please. Again, long-term listeners of the show will know that that's exactly something that <laughs> I would take <laughs> yeah. on.
1: And Artie and Marge win king and queen of the prom. One, one of my favourite lines from
0: Artie here, the acceptance speech for the oh, prom. of course. King? Yeah, of course. Hello, classmates. <laughs> Instead of voting for some athletic hero or a pretty boy, you have elected me, your intellectual superior, as your king. Good
1: for you. So good. There's you all over. Yeah, exactly. Good for you. Yeah. It's so <laughs> condescending. And we cut to the scene that we mentioned before. We get into it now. Homer's outside crying. Marge walks up to him. And you think here, this is where Marge is going to realise- She'll okay, see the light. She'll see the light. I should be with Homer. Yeah.
0: And and it's such an impassioned speech from Homer. Like oh, He talks but- about how he's always wrong. And how, but you know, with, with Marge, he knows that this is what needs to be and how can the only thing I've ever been sure about in my entire life be wrong? Yeah. And the music swells and you're like, yeah, this is it. And then she just turns around with, I don't know, but it is. Yeah. And, and that's it. Walks off. End of scene. Like, what? Like, I'd, I'd entirely forgotten about that. That was such a punch to the
1: chest. And it makes the last scene even better. Yeah. By having that. That's such good writing. It's also realistic because in real life- She wouldn't have- have found this. Yeah.
0: You can't make a girl fall in love with you in one <laughs> sentence. <laughs> yeah.
1: Homer's just like absolutely shattered now. He's like, I might as well give up. That was my movie moment and she still turned me down, so it's not yeah. going to happen. So he traipses off
0: to his limo and asks him to go out to, what's was it called? Desperation Point? Something like that. Yeah.
1: Where to now, Romeo?
0: Inspiration Point. Ooh, okay, but I'm only paid to drive.
1: Uh, a joke when I was a kid, straight over my head. Yeah, exactly. And then on the way home, although they go to Desperation Point too, I'm assuming, or they go somewhere, Artie and Marge, Yeah, and basically tries to rape her, yeah. essentially. Yeah. It's that kind of, he tries to Sean
0: Connery hurt, that yeah. if I can just get her to kiss me, then she'll see the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> it's supposed to be, yeah. That's, that's how Sean Connery in, like, the first five James
1: Bond movies, that's how he beds everybody. They fight against him, he kisses them, and they go, oh, well, <laughs> I guess I haven't seen it, 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 but I've heard about it. Yeah. <laughs> so, she, um, she slaps Artie and says, take me home. After he snaps her dress, yeah. yeah, he's he's a evil little man, old Artie. Yeah, well, he just got he wants a what he wants. <laughs> Too frustrated. <laughs> yeah. And on the way home, she notices that Homer's walking because he can't afford the limo on the way home. Is that what it was? He couldn't afford. Yeah, the limo? he'd run out of money, run, out, he'd of money, run out of time. Yeah. Yeah. So she sees him walking down the street as as Artie's driving her home, and she decides to go back and pick him up. Marge, I would
0: appreciate it if you didn't tell anybody about my busy hands. Not so much for myself, but I am so respected; it would damage the town to hear it. Good
1: night. Yeah, right. Never made sense to me when he says good night and she says, "Yeah, right." It felt wrong. Like the editing wasn't edited right. I was a bit chopped up funny. This is why. He actually says in the when they recorded it, he says, mm. "Good night. I am Adizif." But they cut out the "I am Adizif" because of time constraints.
0: Oh, okay. But then they left the right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's annoying. You didn't she goes need to have that. In yeah, there. that makes sense if she's responding to him going. And I'm Artie Ziff.
0: Even if they'd cut out the good night and just had, I'm so respected it would damage the town to hear it. It would and make more sense. Went, yeah, right. That's that what was gonna say. Well. I was going to say. Wouldn't you think
1: they would just left out the good night as well? Yeah.
0: You know, um, I had an Artie Ziff character on my dashboard in my car for some time. Like was, the
1: world of Springfield, or the, or the little one up here.
0: Uh, the little one up there, the, the exact one that you're holding with his hands kind of outreached in the prom dress. Yeah. That yeah that sat blue tacked onto my dashboard, and it was. I'll be honest. It was kind of if I was on a date, it was just to let people know what to expect. <laughs> really, it was you've been warned. <laughs>
1: Look for the clues. Exactly. <laughs> no, no. If I get a little bit handsy, you can't say that you didn't know what you're getting in for. <laughs> by by seeing this and going with me, that was your way of saying yes. Exactly. <laughs> so she goes back for home and she picks him up, and that's where we get the, the classic scene of where essentially where their relationship started, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Why so glum? <sighs>
0: I got a problem. Once you stop this car, I'm going to hug you and kiss you, and then I'll never be able to let you go.
1: Even if you're a dude, you can't help but just get emotional watching uh, that. That
0: feeling, uh, the,
1: sorry, that sentence perfectly
0: sums up the feeling of falling in love with someone.
1: Yeah, if, if you are- Proper love. If you have fallen in love with someone, that defines love, doesn't it? It, yeah. it, it sums it up completely. Yeah, exactly. I, I hear that and I think of Ash. Just yeah. in a heartbeat.
0: And I'm sure so many people that are listening right now are either in love or have been in love. And that's very much what it is. You're just like, I don't know how I'm going to get by without having this person holding my hand all the time. Yeah. And then you realize that gets sweaty and uncomfortable. i so your, sweaty your at the moment. And your fingers never go together right and your knuckles are weird. And <laughs> suddenly you have to put... like, But still, the idea is there. You want yes. to be in perfect contact all the time.
1: I hadn't watched this episode in years. Like since I've been married, I'm assuming. Maybe once since. All I could think of was my relationship with Nicola. Yeah, mm. when I was a kid, the emotional side of things didn't really hit me as much. Yeah, I think you need to have fallen... You need to have gone through what they've been through to appreciate this episode. It's definitely one... of definitely one sappy we... are we? Yeah.
0: It's just like a love letter to our wives, this podcast.
1: That's what I people like about this. this. That's what people like about a man. We're not afraid of our feelings. Yeah, well, maybe we should be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alrighty, so final thoughts on the episode?
0: No, it's great. It's one of the better episodes of season 2. It's so one of the
1: more memorable of all time. Yeah, with that last such scene. It's a
0: great feel good episode. It's it's Given that it was the first flashback episode of the past, it kind of set a, a tone and set a template that they would come back to again in the future. It's a really, really important episode in the overall show's run.
1: What did we learn, Palmer? So what did you learn
0: from this episode, Mitch? I learned that ladies, pinch and whores use
1: rouge. You stole my exact one. Oh, I left it off the, the review. So I could say, Damn you. Sucked in. Oh, this, I, I deliberately left it out of the review. I'm like, I watched it. I'm like, I won't mention that during the review so I can show with that one, <laughs> well, there you go. That's, my, that's what I learned as well. Okay, Bad luck you
0: can't think of anything else off the top of your head.
1: Uh, I didn't know that you can use a bong to cure asthma. Well, there you go. That's yeah. all that's also important knowledge <laughs> so everyone listening out there. I suggest it. Uh, what trivia do you have for me this episode? Um, oh,
0: hang on. What trivia do I have? Do you want for me to get you? into
1: my trivia while you think of one? Please do. All right, my trivia was and this is as we mentioned, Rainier Wolf Castle's first appearance. Yes, however. It wasn't the first episode in which he was going to be used in. It was just Ooh. the first one that aired. Okay. What was the first episode they intended him first appearing in? So, was it an episode that's already gone? So, to which, which episode had been produced first with McBain in it, but just not aired first?
0: Okay. So, it hasn't aired yet then? But no, was, no.
1: Yeah, Yeah. yeah right. Um, I'd have to kind of look ahead, but... It's in this season. <clears throat> Mitch is currently cheating, trying to go through the complete Guy really- family. You just had it on the right page. Oh brother, where are there?
0: Oh brother, where are there? Where were they going to squeeze him in during Oh brother, where or where is he? You know, brother, where Out
1: There? I can be Bane movie. I'm assuming. Yeah, right. So, oh, oh, yeah, the very start. You know when they, the guys gets shot in the head he's in the ice? Oh, yeah. It's in that episode. Ice to see you. Yeah. Uh, pun ripped.
0: Uh, well, not ripped from because it happened before, but that is so similar to everything that Ardur Schwarzenegger did yeah. in Batman Forever. Yeah. Sorry, not Batman Forever, Batman and Robin. My apologies to yes. all the Batman nerds out there. <laughs> there will be letters. Yeah. At least I've corrected myself this time.
1: So that is my trivia for this week. Okay. Well, that's uh, that's pretty
0: good. So far, it's winning.
1: Mitches is currently reading a question out of the book. He's got the complete guide to our favourite family book and he's le- looking through the stuff you may have missed section. Mm hmm. What that are the I've two bands
0: that Homer has posters of up on the wall in his house? Mm Kiss is one of them? No.
1: Okay. Is Deep Purple one of them? No. no. But very big bands in the 70s. Zeppelin. Zeppelin's one. I thought it was going to be Zeppelin or Deep Purple. Uh, Zeppelin or, and big bands in the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: the other one's probably very, uh, well, they're English band, um, not.
1: The guys. who? No, not The Who. Stones. Nope. Not Beatles.
0: Pink Floyd. Oh, okay. Pink Floyd. Okay, Pink Floyd and Zeppelin.
1: Well, they were going for that stoner angle with Homer in his early years, weren't they?
0: Yeah. I worked really hard on that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good trivia, Mitchell. Good trivia. I'm going to start calling you Mitchell now, by the way. I'm going back to Mitchell. Am I in trouble? <laughs> Whenever I hear Mitchell.
0: There's two things. If I get called Mitchell or if I get a message or an email from my boss that says, can you come and see me? No matter how innocent that might be, I think I'm in the shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, can bo- you come and see me your, are the worst words to hear at work. Your
1: boss never wants to see you if you've done a good job. No one wants to see you. No, exactly. if you've done something
0: Seinfeld, it's like that, um, we need to talk or I want to talk. We need to talk. Nobody needs to talk. Yeah. <laughs> People
1: would want to. is yeah. here! Oh
0: my God, the mailbag is absolutely chockers oh, uh, man. this week. Like... Part of me knows that I should hold some of this off to the next episode, but then part of me's like, oh ah, bugger it. These are all kind of good to listen to, or right. to, to run through. Okay. Uh, so, the first couple, and the first couple are quick, uh, and these weren't from the mailbag. These were just men on the street talking to me. Uh, mm-hmm. The first one was my father. He wants to know how we arrived to being introduced <laughs> at Dando and Mitch, because uh, he feels that Mitch and Dando rolls better off the tongue. My answer to that was that it's your house and your equipment. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've just always just... I just wrote Dando. Mitch. Just always thought of yourself as first. That's fine. <laughs> uh, and my good mate Tom Scannell, he wants to pick you up on a couple of things, Dando. Uh, yes. Throughout, the, he's been perusing the Facebook page and has yes. picked up a couple of times. His biggest pet hate in the English language is people misusing the word literally. Now, I believe that there was a post a little while ago mm-hmm. where you were playing Scrabble with Nicola and said that Nicola is literally about to be taken to school on Scrabble. He would like to point out that there are no schools for Scrabble. <laughs> And has questioned whether or not you know what the word literally actually means And this time is why you live alone (laughs) Um, Who else have we got? Uh, Fair, fair point uh, He's very well aware of that (laughs) (laughs) Now quick shout out to Mike Corris Who's responded from our previous uh, episode about uh, chicken salt um, mm-hmm. So let, yeah, he says, uh, Dando, let me answer your British fish and chips question with another question What on earth is chicken salt?
1: And I wrote back that you haven't lived life until you've tasted chicken salt Like literally
0: It's like salt but with more chicken
1: Once you've had it, you can't have chips without it uh, So you've said, trust me man, you haven't lived
0: until you've tried chicken salt In answer to what it is, well it's not quite chicken, it's not quite salt But man, so to answer your question, I don't know <laughs> His response, fucking Christ, that is vague Have you got bacon
1: salt over there? <laughs> I wish we did Is bacon salt a thing? We can try it. I'm gonna have to look into that. Just grind up bacon.
0: Chicken salt is essentially. I hope you
1: got that reference, by the way, because I'm saying sound, It sounds oh, like yeah, you of didn't. Course, yeah. oh, you fucking better have. It's <laughs> it's. Well, I got the reference. Yeah. So I'm not sure if he did.
0: It's essentially the kind of flavoring they would put on chicken flavored crisps, but on potato chips. It boggles my because you know how I don't
1: like really I don't eat pork anymore at all. Mm, I live vicariously like. through potato chips. Yeah, you know, yeah. You bacon flavored chips. Oh yeah. How do they get chips that taste like bacon? Uh, they cover it with bacon salt.
0: Feed the pigs the potatoes. Oh, possibly. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> what else have we got going on? Okay. Shout out to Kyle Roseborn and the crew at bangon.com.au. If you're listening to this and you want a little bit of decoration for a house, maybe for a shed, media room, outdoor, bangon.com.au. They're sending us an Aussie boot flag. For free. For free. Thank you very much, guys. Well, not for free. For this, basically. Yeah. It's cash for comments. Um, but no, looks amazing. freebie. Uh, I mean, no, well, Hungry Jack stuff. We, we, yeah, Hungry Jack stuff last week. Yeah, yeah. Um, probably the first freebie from a company though, rather than For just promoting something, stealing from his own business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, so I checked out their website and there's some really cool stuff on there. Yeah. Um, there's uh, what did they have? There was uh, a Hawthorne flag. If you're a Hawthorn fan, there's the Premiership. When's the good on stuff start? Uh, there's uh, the, no, there was a bunch of movie things as well. Like, yeah. so basically, it's yeah, just flags that you can hang up. I'm not sure if that made a canvas or what material they no, actually I just feel are. Just
1: be like, a, I've got a couple of wrestling ones. They just like, they just feel like really thin material. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, but yeah, bangon.com.au. Please check them out. Please and the, the Australian
1: so booting love. flag. That's what they are. That's what. They, that's what we promoted on the Facebook page as well. So if yeah. you're listening, you probably saw the post. But anyway, yeah. So it's yeah. you know, in Bart versus Australia, when they have got the flag and it's got the ass and the boot. Yeah, it's that. Yeah. Cool.
0: <laughs> Uh, now we've got a couple of tattoos that were sent in to us. We've got Ooh, Matt Long, yes. uh, who sent in a couple of Simpsons tattoos. He had Bart nude on the skateboard with the little leaf,
1: and also got in the magazine. I think he wrote. He yeah, got
0: in the Zoo magazine. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, you know, I got in a Zoo magazine once with a photo. And what did you get in there for? Well, my uh, Greenie and I had gone to a Sheffield Shield game. It's always Greenie in you. It's either Greenie and I or Tom and I. They're basically the only the only times anything ever happens to me. Is we supposed to. We went to a Sheffield Shield game of cricket, which is like state cricket, and maybe a thousand people will go to a day like that and we were talking about how it was so relaxed that you could virtually walk out nude onto the ground and stand there for five minutes and no one would know. And then that turned into, well, obviously that's ridiculous, but maybe there was one guy sitting at the very top of the stand on his own in an entire stand. Where was this again? At the MCG. It was a (laughs) 100,000 seat venue with 1,000 people in it. We were like, I bet you could go up and sit naked behind that guy for 20 minutes and no one would realise. And then it kind of got to, well, where could you stand naked? And then we were like, the scoreboard is the one place that, Everyone is going to look at it at some point to check the score. So, go up and stand naked at the scoreboard. And then what we did, I took, I set up with a camera on the other end, a, like telephoto lens, because I was taking photos of the actual game, and we t- recreated the evolution of man. So, I got him to start off crouched um, with his clothes fully on, and then like half stood up with his shirt off, stood up a little bit more with his shorts off, and then fully standing up very proudly naked in the final photo, and I stitched them all together to put them all in the one thing. Uh, and then I just have one other photo of him just facing out to the entire crowd now what 's really hilarious about this is that this was about twenty meters behind that one guy that was standing this was sitting alone in the stadium when you 're looking through my photos, you can see that like his head starts looking off to the right as he 's watching the game now about halfway through the photos, people started there was a pocket in the crowd that realized what was going on, and they started laughing. And this guy in the second two photos, you see, particularly the last one where Greeny's naked, you see that this guy's looking off at the left at this group of crowd, trying to figure out what they're laughing at. Because <laughs> laughing, at not him. realizing that there was someone <laughs> naked twenty meters behind him. It was the most, it was the best photo I've ever taken of anything in my life. Is this available anywhere? Uh, I've got it on my phone. Fa- oh, we can post it. I've got it. Perhaps I've got to, access yeah. to this. Once, th- maybe once this, we'll post it as a comment. On the link to this podcast So it makes sense to. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Exactly right
1: um, Do we have any more shout outs for this week Or are we going to uh, get Into some trivia, just trivia some I've questions. got a couple
0: jokes okay. Oh, oh um, Hag was the penguin one Tell the penguin one Yeah the penguin one's Fantastic I'm going to go Steph Hall's her- horse joke first just Okay cause cool it, yep. it came in first It was a couple of weeks ago And I forgot to read it out mm-hmm. Take um, it away Now, Steph, despite knowing nothing about cricket, has thrown in a joke relating to cricket as well. So, it's um, final over of a game for the championship local cricket tournament. uh, Yeah, local cricket competition. The home team needs 32 runs off the final over. Virtually no chance of getting it. They've just lost their last wicket. They send in their last batsman. To the surprise of everyone, a horse strides out to the crease. Everyone's sort of laughing, but the horse takes his guard. He's got his bat in his mouth. He's like, right, we're ready to go. Bowler comes running in, bowls the ball. The horse smashes it, knocks it out of the park for six. Bowler comes in again, bowls the second ball, a little bit faster this time, smashes this one again. By now, the bowler's starting to become a little bit embarrassed about the fact that this horse is hitting him for sixes. So he comes and gives it everything that he's got. And then again, six 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 comes into the... Um, the very last ball, they only need two to win now. The bowler is absolutely steamy. He's like, how how could I have ruined this opportunity? Goes to the top of his mark. He, can't, he charges in. He throws everything that he's got into this one ball. Horse has a big, mighty swing. He just gets a little outside edge. So it doesn't, you know, it just sort of trickles off. But everyone's back on the fence and there's absolutely time for a run. So everyone's screaming like, run, run, run. But the horse is just standing there. The captain's like, run, run, run. But the horse is just standing there. They The fielding team pick up the ball. They come in and that's it. They've lost. They've lost by a run. The uh, horse is traipsing off to the the ground at the end of it And the captain comes out and says Why the bloody hell didn't you run? And the horse says to him Run! Mate, if I could run, I'd be at fucking Flemington (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You see, it's funny Because horses should be able to run and not play cricket Yeah, (laughs) yeah, there we go (laughs) Another penguin joke that I have (laughs) From Daniel DeVos, who sent an insane message through to us. Like, insane as in. I
1: love that the fact the setup for this joke is that he was told it by a Mr. Bergstrom esque teacher.
0: Yeah, he had a substitute teacher that's come in, and this is the way he's won the crowd over. A vacation. <laughs> it's funny already. A vacationing penguin. See, I see that. I picture a little penguin Hawaiian shirt and a hat. Is driving his car through Arizona when he notices that the oil pressure light is on. He gets out to have a look and sees oil dripping out of the motor. He drives to the nearest town and stops at the first gas station. After dropping the car off, the penguin goes for a walk around the town. He sees an ice cream shop and, being a penguin in Arizona, decides that something cold would really hit the spot. He gets a big dish of ice cream, vanilla, and sits down to eat. Having no hands, he makes a real mess, just sort of flipping it up in his head. <laughs> Can you just imagine just like firing Ping-ping. ice cream into his
1: mouth? <laughs>
0: <laughs> After finishing his ice cream, he goes back to the gas station and asks the mechanic if he's found the problem. The mechanic looks up and says, mate, I don't know why it's an Aussie in Arizona, but we'll go with that yeah. one. Mate, looks like you blew a seal. <laughs> no, no, the penguin replies, it's just ice cream. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, I love that a school teacher told that to the kids and I had no idea. A school teacher
0: told that to kids. Little animal fellatio <laughs> joke. That's uh, great. All right, so that's the end of Shout Out. Do you think The Simpsons jokes. would have gotten
1: away with having Mr. Bergstrom tell that story?
0: No chance. <laughs> South Park would barely have gotten away with Zero that chance at all.
1: Um, I love that. No way. No. <laughs> all
0: right, now, questions. Question time. Yeah. What have we got here first? Andrew Lothian. Lothian, One of the two. I kind of see that and I think of Lothian. Th- like that great... I'd say Lothian. Lothian. It sounds really bold literature. Like Luther. If I read a book written by Andrew Lothian, I'm expecting long words that I'm going to need to reach <laughs> for the dictionary for. It's going to be like Moby Dick. Like You have to yeah. read the same page three times to figure out what I the fuck it I gave up Moby Dick. <laughs> it's so dense. Uh, what episodes are our listeners most looking forward to? So this isn't even a question for us but we're oh, yeah, it's cool So we're passing it on from him to throw out to you guys What are you most excited about? What episode and This doesn't have to be your favourite episode What episode do you want to know more about? What do you think there's a lot going on for? What do you think we're going to do the best job with even? So what episode are you guys looking forward to? Send us a message through at, um, on our Facebook page That's the easiest way to let us know Facebook.com
1: slash Fulfing Discount Over 22,000 likes now
0: Flying along. Uh, that'll be 25,000 by the time this has gone up. 45 45,000 by the time the <laughs> subscription feeds have been fixed and people have figured out how to find <laughs> us again. Um, he's, he's really looking forward to Brush With Greatness.
1: Yeah. That's the one Ringo Starr. Yeah. I hung up on my wall. I haven't watched this since I was a kid and I've become a Beatles fan since then. So I'm really looking forward to it because oh. I'm sure there's a lot of Beatles jokes in there that I didn't get as a kid.
0: He's not in it for a huge amount of time, to be perfectly honest. But yeah, he's really not, is he? The bits that are in there, I'm sure that it will be layered on a little bit. A
1: classic Beatles shirt that I didn't get when I was a kid, when George Harrison pulls up and goes, it's been done. It's been done. Yeah, didn't get that when I was a kid. You know,
0: when you were young, definitely not. Yeah, no. Tom did that for us when uh, a little while ago, someone Fox Sports on Facebook posted someone that was dressed as Florida saying this was the greatest Halloween outfit ever. Now, I did that like three years ago, yeah. and that was exactly his comment. Just went, it's been done, and put my photo on there. <laughs> So yeah, so uh, brush of greatness for for Andrew. But what else are you guys looking forward to? From Nigel, what is that last name? McGinnis Wagstaff. Nigel Wagstaff is a good name. He would like to know who's the person that has worked on the show who you would most like to have a beer with. Hmm. So not character.
1: Um, I think Harry would be cool. Yeah. I are you talking just cast or like voice cast or cast
0: crew writers? Um,
1: Conan O'Brien would be hilarious yeah
0: I was gonna go Conan because I feel like it would just be a fantastic conversation it'd be hilarious from start to finish Harry possibly more for insight wise for insight although if Conan wasn't on I don't know that I've ever seen
1: Conan talk when he's not trying to be on watch the fucking thing that I told you the writers documentary yeah there's parts where he is on because he's reflecting on when he used to be on when he was in the writers room yeah but a lot of it is just him talking with these guys and it's It's really interesting to hear and tell the stories just as a guy. Yeah. You know, he's not the the, the comedian.
0: The Conan O'Brien documentary, um, Can't Stop, Won't Stop, or I didn't know it existed. Uh, Yeah, it's about his year where he wasn't allowed to be on television. Is it awesome? It it is. It's really, really interesting. It's not hilarious. That's actually, I've said that. Uh, I said that and I've completely forgotten about the fact that I have watched him for an hour and a half not being on. Um, But Conan would be really good. uh, And Conan and Harry would be my two. Yeah. Oh, and Maggie Because Maggie was just so lovely Oh how hey, great was she Bring her to the table And she
1: tweeted us Or she, she shared our tweet Yeah well, And she our tweet, loved she with, an interview.
0: I, I feel like she genuinely loves Australia I think she would sit down for a pot Palmy oh, in a pot Oh 100% with Maggie, Harry and
1: Conan She's just a genuinely nice person You can tell She wasn't pretending to be nice She's just a lovely lady Yeah well, She sang Sherry Boppins for us A Blew my mind. Yeah, <laughs> It was great. Still blows your mind now. Yes, I, I actually went back, not last night, not before I was editing. I thought, you know what I'm going to do right now? I'm going to listen to <laughs> hosting show bombs yeah. to me. So I found the clip and played it. And it was great. Anyway, so-
0: We asked her to record one intro. She records three. Yeah.
1: Character. <laughs> she just keeps going. I'm, like, I'm not going to interfere at all. I'm just going to let her keep going. Well, yeah, we
0: could have walked away. <laughs> <laughs> Come back half an hour later.
1: Have we answered the question? What was the question? Yeah, yeah, yeah Conan yeah, we want and Harry. Harry. Be with. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, we're cool. we're going to go the, th- the three. Maggie, yep. Conan, Harry. Well we have spoken to, Ma- to Maggie so that's one off the off the list. Yeah, but she I want her there. Oh, if, if we're going to have a beer. Okay, yeah. I understand now. Yes.
0: Uh I've already referenced this a couple times. Uh who he, Seth McGregor writes in he says that yep. he's picked up that we've made a lot of Seinfeld references in the last few episodes or in the past episodes. Who is our favorite Seinfeld character and what is our favorite Seinfeld episode?
1: Favorite character is Newman for me. <laughs>
0: yes, yes. I just love how ridiculous the character is. My favorite Newman moment is uh, the Kenny Rogers Chicken Roasters when Jerry forces him to eat garlic. Oh. Uh, sorry, broccoli. <laughs> yeah. I love broccoli. Starts chewing it. Vile weed.
1: <laughs> I love when he's um the the, the yogurt the fat free yogurt. Yeah, 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 that's a great episode. Yeah, I um, there's no fat. Yeah, the soup Nazi. <laughs> soup Nazi down. I gotta go home and get a pig pie. <laughs> it's just it's one of those characters that should not have had no reason to be that good. No. But Wayne Knight, awesome man. Yeah, he lifts it so well. Yeah. And so, favorite episode? It's not the best episode by any means, but I always go to it because I love how much balls they would have had to have, to have made it and it's the parking lot one.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, right. So it was in the decision to say we're going to have a show where literally nothing happens and we're
1: just trying to find the car. So, in the hang car park. On.
0: that that's me misusing literally. Sorry. A lot of stuff does happen. <laughs> we're going to have a show though where all they're doing is looking for a car yep. from start to finish. And that's the episode. Yeah. And it's hilarious. Yeah, it is. It's just things like... They throw in a Scientology joke in that as well. Do you catch that? Which one? When they're driving... uh, They get someone to drive them around the car park and she helps them out. And then um, George makes some crack that causes her to kick everyone out of the car and they're right at their car when that happens. So, it's just by pure chance that they actually find it. But he gets out and he's like, boy, those Scientologists are really
1: sensitive. Oh, That was early
0: 90s, before Scientology was really on anyone's
1: radar. I just love how at the end, there's the mistake and it was just it capped the episode off perfectly. It wasn't meant to happen. The car didn't start. Yeah, that's so funny. Well, like, that's just like karma, man. Like good karma. Yeah. Like it was meant to be. It's you know? a perfect ending. But like, you can't write that. You literally can't write that. No. Oh man, great. So yeah, the, the parking lot one always sticks out in my the mind. Fact because, that they
0: all stayed in character through that as well.
1: Yeah, I oh, know. You see them cracking up, laughing towards a the end a little bit. It. But I mean, like C- from, Kramer's just in character the whole for time. For the
0: purpose of the shot. Yeah. Th- Absolutely, the way they needed to be. Look, for me, favorite character is George. Yeah, I knew would be. And it's it just becomes more and more that way as I get older. In that there are elements of Jerry in my personality, particularly if I watch Seinfeld a lot. I become very sarcastic. Um, is one of those. He's one of those characters that really rubs off on me. But I think George is the character. It's it's one of those shows that you watch it, you want to be Jerry, but you are George. Yeah. Like you watch Entourage, you want to be Vince, but you're E. In yep. reality, maybe you're too You're never the main character because yeah, the main exactly. character never re- realistic. You always see yourself as the main character, yeah. but that's not who you are. Yeah. You're always the side <laughs> yeah. character. Uh, and the more I watch Curb Your Enthusiasm, the more I love Larry David, the more I realised how much of Larry David is George, the more I love George. That was just the Kirby way Curb
1: that- Your Enthusiasm is Seinfeld 2.0.
0: Yeah, Seinfeld on HBO, basically. Yeah. And... Uh, Favourite episode for me off the back of don't that. Don't say Soup Nazi. No, 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 no. I'm not going to go Soup Nazi. Like, Soup Nazi is a good episode. If someone's never I watched don't... Seinfeld... It's you great, go but it's not check the this best. Nah, no, it's far from the best. And this for me is... I probably, particularly growing up, almost like Seinfeld more than I like The Simpsons. To, like, to, to just... This is scratching the surface of how much I love this show. So, it's really hard for me to pick any given one.
1: I didn't get into it until I was about 15. So yeah, felt. right. Yeah. Uh,
0: the contest is... Brilliant. Yeah. Um, I mean, you could name drop some of the really. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> you could name drop some of the really seminal ones, but for me, the marine biologist is right up. There. Oh, have
1: you seen the the cartoon um, animation they put to that final yeah. scene? Yeah, I have. I thought it was ten foot high. If it was a, I tell you, it was ten stories high. If it was a foot. <laughs> It's so funny that story, but I just love—he's
0: pretending to be a marine biologist. They're walking down the beach; everything's going so well, and then it's just there's a whale beach, and and it's Larry David's voice from the side with, "Is anyone here a marine biologist?" <laughs> <laughs> and there's just nothing that you can do. He's like,
1: "Fuck it, I'm going for
0: it." And then he just cuts back, like cuts back. You, like, you see him asleep, rolls out, rolls the sleeves, the sleeves up, up <laughs> and then it cuts to them in the in the coffee shop, and he just delivers that fucking amazing monologue of. Uh, he said. Like I came level with the eye. He let
1: out a big bellow. I said, "Easy, big fella." (laughs) (laughs) And like the one point where Jerry and like looking at each other, like, "What the fuck?"
0: (laughs) When he's really starting Yeah. That does up. The Seer was angry that day, my friends. <laughs> like an old man trying to return soup in a deli. Uh, and then the pulling out the title list as uh, that's brilliant throwback. Yeah. Like Seinfeld really, after probably the first two or three seasons, it started to really develop that knack of having four storylines that all came crashing together at the end. I um, felt that
1: took away from it a little bit because was, by that point, you were like, you're waiting for, okay, how's this all going to connect?
0: Maybe by the time it had done it, but it was still... That doesn't attract oh, you no, how no. great it was yeah. when it first started yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, and, and Larry continues that through corporate enthusiasm. So many of his stories will have... It's less about different characters, but three or four different story elements that all culminate together. It's so satisfying to watch that pay off when it's done well. You remember my other favourite line... stop. This
1: isn't a Seinfeld podcast. Yeah, maybe. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've
0: gone too long. But my other favourite line in that from George is, when Jerry says, I told her you were a marine biologist, and George's reply is... I always wanted to pretend to be a marine biologist, <laughs> not to be one. It was his lofty ambition to one day pretend yeah. <laughs> that he had this do we job. Do dare start a Seinfeld podcast? Nah, there's already some out there, and I don't want to steal their thunder.
1: Hey, there's already Simpsons podcasts.
0: That's true. Well, Maybe I'll listen to some of the Seinfeld and see if they're any good.
1: That's the end of the episode of Reviewing the Way We Was. A classic episode. If you haven't gone back and watched it recently, go back and do so. It's I wouldn't say it's one of the best, but it's one of the most memorable.
0: Yeah, it's, it's got some of the best moments in there. It's one of the most uplifting.
1: Yeah, it's a great Homer episode. Yeah. A true underdog story yeah thanks for our official sponsors the Simpsons best moments Facebook great story page. about how
0: lying can get you
1: laid oh definitely We've yeah, learned that that's what way. I take out of the <laughs> episode <laughs> and uh, nohomers.net the best place to connect with other Simpsons fans around the world like us on Facebook as well facebook.com slash four finger discount check us out on Twitter at four finger pod and Instagram at four finger discount Anything else we need to mention? No, tune
0: in next week, guys, where I'll be bringing another embarrassing story to the table.
1: And um, we've got some, a major announcement on next week's episode. Yeah, really looking forward to that one. Actually, we're going to announce it on the Facebook page first. So if you haven't liked us on Facebook yet, facebook.com slash four-finger discount, like us, and you'll find the announcement within now and the next episode. So it's going to be less of an announcement next time then. I'm not going to be looking forward to it as We're going to be talking about it. We've ruined it. <sighs> See you guys. Shh.